2: The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program.
0: Welcome to The Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. You know I'm a bad girl. Do
3: what I want. Say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, i Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, Hour 2. It's Tuesday, and I always look forward to this segment because even though it's news you can use, we always have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. Of course, you know I'm talking about Gary Quackenbush because he's always got his quack in the whack. The wacky news to share with us, and it always just completely cracks me up. And every once in a while, Gary's surprised because I actually will support the whack and will actually agree with the wacky law. Say, what? Because <laughs> I'm. Surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that wacky. Hello, my dear.
4: Hello. How are you, Andrea?
3: I'm excellent. For having you, me on. Yes. Did you have a good week since I chatted with you
4: last? Oh, my gosh. I saw 10 of my 12 grandchildren this weekend.
3: First of all, you yeah. have 12 grandchildren?
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. No wonder you're in shape.
3: No wonder you're That's in shape. Right. Having a, how? What, what are the ages?
4: Um, the youngest two are, so there's two that are three, then there's three that are five, then there's three girls that are eight, and then there's... Uh, 10, 12, 14, and 16. Oh my gosh. Ages 16 to 3.
3: All the different phases. (laughs) All great ages. Oh,
4: it's so awesome. And just to see their parents kind of tough it out and deal with things. It's really, it's neat. It's a lot of fun. Kind of like, ooh, I've seen that happen before. I've seen that. So it's fun. Mm -hmm. So we had a great weekend. We had to visit a couple of the families up in Lehigh, Utah and Provo, Utah. And then my daughter has moved to Escondido. So. I get to see them quite often now. Well, that it was, it was a fantastic weekend.
5: Well, wonderful. So being around
4: people,
3: awesome, yeah. so awesome. So, um, do you have some wacky for us tonight? I'm um, see, I'm like a junkie. I'm like, I need the whack. I need the whack.
4: Well, see, this one, okay. If you, I'm not going to set you up on this one because I'm just thinking because you always, you always think you agree with these laws. So, this might be one. Okay, so in, in California now, it's a recently passed law with Governor Newsom. you know, just like crazy stuff. Um, there's a new law in California. It's a pilot program that allows people to collect and eat roadkill.
3: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is funny. It's like it's it's deer, elk, pronghorn, antelope, or wild pig. If they're killed by a vehicle, you can eat it, <laughs> but, but you have to secure a permit. Before digging in, and then also it, you're, you're required to register. <laughs> it's so dumb. Anyway, so apparently people that you know somebody that really wants to eat roadkill, they have they have a their own little website so they can register online. Like oh, quick, quick, quick. We just hit something. Quick, honey, register so we can go eat it.
3: <laughs> so it's kind of like the food trucks that will put out like uh, an alert, like where where they're going to be so you can come get the food truck. There's like people out there that will put out an alert. <laughs> <right. That's>
4: right.
3: <laughs> Roadkill oh spotted gosh. on the 56 westbound.
4: Right. Red light special. There's blood everywhere. Come and get it don't kill food trucks what there's this thing that passed in california probably about five years ago called a life estate deed where and there's, they advertised it a bunch and they said yeah it's this new thing in california where you create a deed so it's like mom and dad own this house and then you create the, you transfer it to a life estate deed so it's basically you know gary and cheryl's house for life and then when gary and cheryl are both dead then it's going to go to gary and Cheryl's. Four children named on the on the life deed, and it sounds like, and it came out. In fact, my, my friend uh, consumer Bob Bob hansen with um, NBC Seven Thirty Nine, he gave me the article and he said, "This is getting a lot of attention. What do you think?" And so he had me talk about it um, on you know on his news show, and it's like, "This is stupid." He says, "Why is it stupid?" It sounds great. You can, I said, because it doesn't account for the s seventy percent chance. Of incapacity. Mm. When you try to avoid a trust, when you try to avoid that, you're just ignoring the fact that there's a big chance that you won't die. You'll become incapacitated. Yeah. And so, like, so the example that we have this is an actual case that we had. Mom and dad did a life deed. Okay, dad died. Now mom owns it, right? And then it says on there, when mom dies, it automatically goes to the kids. You think, okay, that's a great idea. You're rolling the dice that mom's going to die. Well, she didn't, she became incapacitated. All of her money was gone on taking care of her. She didn't have that much money. She just had this house. And now what do you do? Mom's incapacitated. She owns a house. It's in a life deed. There's no no other documents. So the kids had to go and get a conservatorship over the mom to be able to try to finance the house. And the mm-hmm. lender goes, Oh heck no, it's a life deed. Mm-hmm. It automatically transfers from mom to kids. We can't put a lien on a life deed because our lien will go away. Your mom's, when your mom dies, we have no lien on the property and we won't get paid. So no, you can't borrow any money. So then the kids have to sell her home and pay all the capital gains taxes and stuff to be able to take care of mom. So I just thought what a dumb idea and legislation, they put it together. thinking, oh, this is the great, great thing since sliced bread. Aren't we neat? We're such big heroes. We're avoiding trust. Don't try to avoid trust because literally that's a real example really happened. And it was a disaster it was a total disaster. So there, sh- there are no shortcuts to doing it right. There just aren't. Got to be done right. Living trusts, um, you know, that's my thing because they really work and we care about people.
3: Why are people trying to take shorts? I mean, shortcuts never work out in life. I mean, just do the right thing. It's, it's you know, I I just don't even understand. Although, uh, you know, I guess in the case of that idea, there's always people, too, that are trying to recreate the wheel or come up with something clever, and then they can sell it and, you know, get people on board with it. Um, But, you know, new and, you know, doesn't, you know, sometimes there's things that just are, you know, I, I'm mm. not thinking about the, I can't think of the right words. Um, sometimes things are tried and true, right? And yeah, there's right. nothing, there's nothing better than, than the, 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 the trust. Mm. There just
4: doesn't. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. Okay. If somebody decided that that's really, really what they wanted to do, it has to be part of a complete estate plan. If you're going to do this life estate deed, then you've got to have a financial power of attorney with somebody that you can trust, that they're not going to steal your money, which is a question, right? And you have to have, you know, the, the health care power of attorney that's got to be done right. you got to have your disability insurance set up. There's a lot of things that you're trying to, you know, the shortcuts, when people do shortcuts, they think that is the only thing they have to do. If you're going to do a shortcut, there's still three other things you have to do. You know, maybe this shortcut would be good in transferring the home. But if you if you're thinking, okay, if we transfer the home directly to the kids, that's good. It avoids you know probate and all that, and having a trust. However, did we take? Are we taken care of in you know our incapacity? Yes, I've got a million dollars put away in an investment account, and it's got you know we have a our kids have power of attorney to be able to manage that account. So there's ways to do it, but when people, I find Andrea, when people shortcut. They think that little shortcut is all they need to do, and that's Mm -hmm. where they kill themselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, don't take any shorts. And yep. you know if you're going to bother to deal with, and which everybody should, if you're gonna you're gonna go to the trouble of not trouble, I don't want to use that word, but if you're going to, if you want to do the right thing for your family and deal with your property and protect your assets and and and, and you know then then do it the right way, and that means yeah. that means going to somebody like yourself. We've already talked about these um, websites that supposedly make it easy. And, and and they're actually not easy. They're not any easier than meeting with an attorney. I don't know why anybody would think they would be. You got that? You know, you've got to fill out all these forms and do all this stuff, and spend money. And then it's not even done right.
4: Yeah, and and if it's done, I mean, if I do it and I do it wrong, I have to pay a lot of money every year for insurance. Yeah, you know, I have insurance, so if it doesn't get done right, I have insurance that'll cover it. If you do it wrong on your own. You know you mess it up for your kids there's there's no way to there's no way to recover it's just it's lost money mm-hmm. uh, it's just lost assets. I don't know there's just no shortcut. there really isn't and that that's because we like helping people. we want to keep the family together and what you know I was saying on my show today, I really hate it when after parents die, the kids are fighting, and then mm-hmm. the relationship they have with their siblings is just destroyed, partly because it's such a mess, and they fight over it.
3: Yeah. That's and it's so avoidable. Right. And it's so avoidable. I mean, I, yeah. that that doesn't mean, though, that there's not I mean, I guess there could still be scenarios when a parent has done the right thing and put it in the trust. Yep. And even if they've hired a professional trustee to manage it, it doesn't mean that there can't still be hurt feelings or, um, you know, if, if they you know, there, there can still be it's tough enough when you lose a parent. There can still be challenges between the siblings when it's done right. And then when it's done wrong, it
4: just makes everything a thousand times worse. Exactly. You just gotta do the best you can and you know you need a trust, get one.
3: And get it done in the right way, and that's with Gary Quackabush. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you.
4: Eight five 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 hundred trust.
3: Do you have a do you have an address for your roadside roadkill stand? Where can GQ they find Q you law there?
4: GQLaw.com. Okay. Yeah, GQLaw.com. <laughs> it's a roadkill. GQLaw.com. So get my free book. Okay. Consultation with me for free.
3: Does it have recipes for eating the roadkill?
4: I think that's his up and coming
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: some. Yeah. Some, some of those are provided by Andrea. We got to Andrea's Roast Kill recipes there.
3: <laughs> All right, my dear. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it.
4: Okay. Try to be good. Have fun. I will. Okay. Thanks, bye. <laughs> bye.
3: That's my favorite uh, wacky law so far. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Enough of the laughs. We got to get serious. There's major stuff happening. Tomorrow, there's going to be a press conference from James Comer and Grassley about Hunter Biden. We're going to talk about that week back.
2: The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program.
0: AK Dynamite in Address or just Andrea K, whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm glad you're playing that little 70s throwback smooth groove because we got smooth operator Brian Maloney from Red Wave America joining us tonight. My dear friend, (laughs) Mr. Smooth, welcome Uh, back.
6: Mr. Smooth, (laughs) we're doing like this late night, you know. Yeah. This is like. You know WKRP in Cincinnati. You know it's like the night, the <laughs> night shift. You know it's like you know Venus Flytrap is uh, playing its soul hits, and uh, oh. you know.
3: Well, I, you uh, know I, I,
6: I love that show. I love that show. I
3: know. I forgot light. about Venus Flytrap last night. I had some fun at Cornell West expense. You know he. Oh. Did you see his ad? It was like it was. No. Oh my gosh!
4: In
6: these bleak times. I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. I enter in the quest for truth. I enter in the quest for justice. And the presidency is just one vehicle to pursue that truth and hey. justice. What I've been That's it,
3: baby. That's it's it, baby. no better
6: than Joe Biden any day of the week. The thing, so what I always liked about uh, Cornell West, uh, that they, so I'm telling you I actually like something about the guy yeah he used to he and uh, who was it with him he used to skewer Obama every single oh, day yeah. they had a show they had a radio show uh, with um, who was the other guy it went down in a scandal I cannot remember who the other guy was but Cornell West uh, he did a radio show every single day where he attacked Obama from the left for being a phony and a fraud yeah uh, and made just incredible I mean I'm telling you it was an amazing show uh, for that re- so I like when you know I like when phonies are called out from their own side, and not many people on the left did that in, during the Obama regime, but he did right. Cornell West did.
3: He did, and you know what? I think I was saying last night. Would it just not be great? You know, media better than anybody I know. Can you imagine if the Democrats actually did uh, knuckle under pressure and have debates? You got Marianne Williamson, yeah. Miss, you know, crystals, have you know Venus flytrap, Link from the Mod Squad, Cornell West. He could have like some go-go dancers behind him, you know, like some Peggy Lipton lookalikes, and then Joe Biden, who doesn't know where he is, and then you could right, have. Right. Right. Then you could have RFK Jr. like the voice of reason. It would be so yes. good.
6: No, RFK Jr. would annihilate the entire yes. room and and have everybody standing up and with applause. You know, a, uh-huh. you know, standing ovation because the guy is on fire out there. He is uh, saying things that I mean, we I wish Republicans were saying a yeah. lot of the things that he is. What happened to our own party? He's not afraid, and our party is. I mean, what? Yep. How did we get to this weird? State of affairs where RFK Jr., you know, whose message isn't really that different than it was decades ago, but the problem is the left went off the deep end. He kind of stayed the same. So he sounds downright, you know, conservative now but Yeah, he's he he the same guy he used to be.
1: He's actually I mean, more
3: conservative than most in the Republican Party. He's making well, he a trip really to the is. border. He's talking about these yeah. lockdowns. He's talking yeah. about these shots. He's he talking about First Amendment, right? Yeah.
6: Andrew, he goes to the border. Who's going to the border? I don't even see Trump at the border. Honestly, seriously, right. think about this. This guy is uh, is doing it right out there, and he's making this you know into a really... Uh, competitive race, but you know they're going to do everything they can to shut him down yep. and make sure that he does not debate Joe Biden. They are scared to death. Some of these polls, Andrea, are showing that RFK has a really good number out there. Majority of Democrats do not want Joe Biden to run again, uh, and and RFK Jr. has got to be looking pretty good to a lot of them. He's got a real populist kind of appeal. At a time when that's, that's where a lot of people are.
5: Yeah. You know, that's where a lot
6: of people are at. I would love a Trump RFK Jr. ticket. Me that would too. Be, it won't happen, but it would it be It won't amazing.
3: happen, but that would be good. Uh, we're talking it to would Brian Mal- It would be amazing. Yeah. We're talking to Brian Maloney of Red Wave America and Stop the Scalpings. Okay, so I was just perusing Twitter, hadn't been on the last couple hours, and I see that Tucker put out his first Twitter video. Yeah. And uh, it's it's 10 minutes long. No ads. No. No. no, You know, it's not monetized, I guess. And it's already gotten 22 million views. Benny Johnson said Benny Johnson was like, okay, this just completely destroyed the matrix of the legacy media tonight.
6: Well, it destroyed Fox, but the thing. So, I came on your show a few weeks ago, right. And I said that I really thought that Fox would make a play to get Tucker back. Okay, right? And I think that there were negotiations. Um, what's her name? And uh, Harmeet Dillon was uh, is actually is yeah, uh, Tucker's attorney still, yeah. and was well, I don't know what that means for her future on Fox, but she has been Tucker's attorney, and I think there were negotiations. But what happened since I said that on your show? Was that a Fox crew went to Maine to Tucker's house in Maine and dismantled that Tucker Carlson Today studio that I know that you know, all your listeners have seen before? Yeah, that he did a lot of shows from on the uh, Fox Nation thing. So, so the Fox crew dismantled all that, went home, and I figured, well, that must be the end of Tucker's negotiations to come back. Right. So the thing. So if he gets. 22 million or 50 million or whatever, because it's not just on Twitter. You're going to put them on every platform. You're going to put him on, on True Social and Rumble and everything else, and you're going to get 100 million people watching Tucker. And he really only had, you know, 2 or 3 million watching him before. So what does that do to Fox? I mean, I think it destroys Fox. What it shows is you don't need Fox anymore. You just need compelling personalities, and you can attract the viewership. I mean, I think, you know, to have a 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch telling people that they can't see this person or they can't see that person, uh, you know, Rupert should be just, I'm sorry, sent out to pasture or whatever. Uh, He destroyed his own network that he built. He destroyed it. Uh, and it's gone. So that, this is the death of thoughts tonight, Andrea. We should call it, uh, time of death was 8 p.m., uh, you know, <laughs> Eastern time. Uh, five What's, p.m. what's December. the
3: cause of death? Was it, was it self inflicted wound?
6: Yes, ca- uh-huh. uh, self inflicted wounds and arrogance and, yes. uh, you know, and just, uh, hubris and whatever else you want to, whatever else you want to apply to this. But the, the, these elitist globalists who think they can tell us what we can see and do and, and say uh, lost a big one tonight. And I think it's wonderful to see Tucker uh, generating, you know, untold millions of views uh, can you? I mean, what are you, how is he not going to attract advertisers to this, Andrea? If he, let's say, he gets a hundred million views a, a week for this show, how are you not going to have advertisers flocking right. to that?
3: Right. Um, what was his message? It was ten minutes reportedly, and I obviously I haven't had a chance to listen to it because I'm live on the air. Can you summarize so, for it?
6: Yeah, so the, so I haven't been able to see it either, but the old, what I did, I will watch it tonight, but what I did read about the coverage was that he is talking about this UFO story uh, where this whistleblower has come forward and said that there is actual evidence that the U.S. government has acquired UFOs and, and utilized UFO technology. Uh, and I mean, it's an interesting story. It's been all over the New York State. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but the Tucker's point was not, to talk about UFOs, but to talk about how you can't talk about something like that on Fox or CNN or MSNBC, you know, these things are buried. And I mean, let's say a story like that were true, it would be Earth shattering, it yeah. would be history changing yeah. uh, and it's obviously something that the regime in Washington doesn't want anybody to know about so I have no idea whether something like that is true or not, but I think the point is just it's about the censorship, not about right. the
3: topic. Right, it's funny because I was on Newsmax multiple times on Saturday, so I had to work all day and um, you know you, you've you been on Newsmax, you know how they do they flood you with, you know, 25 articles and then you're on for a minute and you yeah. you know, yeah. Um, but one of the article we were supposed to talk about this UFO committee there was a, there was a hearing with 16 experts last week and we were supposed to talk about there There was a, a, um, a UFO sighting over 29 ponds, I think it was here in California and they scrapped the topic so now you're telling me about Tucker saying it's about censorship it's like yeah why did Newsmax want to talk about some stupid pod hotel in Venice Beach that's charging $100 a night instead of the UFO story
4: well
6: and that's it. Because what if? Okay, so I know I'm sure a, a decent percentage of your listeners right now are saying, "Oh, come on, you guys! UFOs, uh, this is ridiculous." But the bottom line is, what if something like this were true, uh, and 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 this is being covered up? And the bottom, this is a bigger threat to these globalists than anything any of us could ever put together. Uh, you know, the thought that maybe, you know, the control isn't in Washington or in Davos or in wherever. So, I mean, that, I think about how earth changing that would be to know that all these years we weren't making this up or imagining things that something like this might be wrong. I'm not I'm not telling your listeners that I think it's wrong. I'm just saying we ought to look at this and not have Rupert Murdoch or CNN or MSNBC censoring it, telling everybody we can't talk about it. And that's, the, right. that's what this is. So Tucker has. Blown the lid off of censorship nationwide. The globalists are going to come after him a thousand times harder than they ever did before. So all Rupert did, uh, and his, and his pals did, was make him a hundred times stronger. Uh, and so I mean, if I were Tucker now, I'd be more worried about my safety than he ever yeah. should have been on Fox. Yeah. Think now, about, Skins, think about the hundred million right. people see his clip.
3: Now, Taterskin says he's found the clip. Do you have time to stick around and listen to yeah, it? Or? Yeah, 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 let's do that. Do you, how long, do you, how, we don't want to play all 10 minutes of it. Do you know how long? 40, we just got a one-minute clip, 48 seconds of it. Let's roll.
1: Yesterday, for example, a former Air Force officer who worked for years in military intelligence came forward as a whistleblower to reveal that the U.S. government has physical evidence of crashed non-human-made aircraft as well as the bodies of the pilots who flew those aircraft. The Pentagon has spent decades studying these otherworldly remains in order to build more technologically advanced weapon systems. Okay, that's what the former intel officer revealed, and it was clear he was telling the truth. In other words, UFOs are actually real, and apparently so is extraterrestrial life. Now we know. In a normal country, this news would qualify as a bombshell, the story of the millennium. But in our country, it doesn't. Yeah,
3: nobody's talking about this. He's absolutely right.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that, you know, this is the thing.
6: Our our media in this country is so brain dead now. That it doesn't matter what the topic, if they don't want to talk about it, it vanishes. And so when we are able to start bypassing the media on a, on a massive scale, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, these vanishes, NPR, PBS, these people are gone. Uh, and this is a kind of topic that, you know, I mean, uh, this is a threat. Uh, Washington doesn't want this out. And this whistleblower, man, he he needs all the security in the world to be talking about stuff like this. It's really dangerous.
3: Absolutely, it. it and, and, and as well as the fact that the different topic, but the FBI themselves said that the whistleblower over the the Biden bribery scheme, the the ten twenty three document, um, that if if his name got out there, he'd be killed. So well, yeah, and Tara
6: Reid had to defect to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, why didn't that make more news? It got a little bit of coverage, but I did see it on CBS and a few other you know, uh, networks, but I mean, you know, she had to defect to Russia, she wasn't safe in this country anymore. And you know what? I can't blame her for a second. I think she did the right thing.
3: Yeah, absolutely when you when you feel safer today's the anniversary of, of it's June sixth, obviously anniversary of D Day. And it's like when you when you're fleeing to Russia for safety, we've gone off the rails as a country. Speaking of going off the rails quickly, I've got another minute or so with you. I gotta get your take on Chris Christie, man. Throwing that oh, <laughs> throwing his what a joke. I mean what the, huh?
6: No, I, so there, so, okay, so you want to know why Chris Christie? Get him out of jumped here. In Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, why, okay. why is so he?
6: Here? Ju- okay, so he jumped in again because there is a segment of the rhino wing of the party, of the Republican Party, that is absolutely clueless enough to believe that Chris Christie has a shot at anything, and Chris Christie will raise money because these, you know, fools uh, in the rhino wing will send him money because some of these people are billionaires. But Chris Christie is a national, national laughing stock and, and this will go absolutely nowhere. It's just something to you know, but unfortunately it's going to soak up some donor money that could have gone to real candidates. And that I think is the downside of this. You know, I mean, real money could be wasted on somebody yeah. like as, as big of a loser as Chris Christie. And, as and, yeah. as that man is.
3: Well, yeah, and, you know, part of me would love to see Trump go against all these clowns, you know, in this oh, in yes. the circus. I mean, all he's got to do is keep talking about Chris Christie, uh, the beached whale in a chair on the beach when nobody else could go sit on the beach during COVID, right? Absolutely. So he's, it's, all he's got to do is keep talking about that. But how good is that for us? Because you're right. All this is doing, it's all meant to, all it's meant to do is damage Trump and hurt us going into the general election.
6: Well, same thing with DeSantis, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely it's the same thing money from Trump. DeSantis will not win the nomination. It's 100% certain. There, DeSantis has done a horrible, horrible job with this campaign, this primary campaign. It's laughably bad. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, I, it's like, it must be won by, you know, third graders or something. I just don't understand how it could be that bad. And yet millions are pouring in. So, you know, but I think Trump is going to have the laugh on this. I really do. I mean, he's just sitting back and watching this madness play out. Uh, something about Trump is different now. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something a little more. He's still making some mistakes here and there, but it, he's almost immune to a lot of it now. It's yeah. almost hard. It's all like people just expect him to do that now. So it's not a big deal.
3: I don't know if the reason why he's not back on, on Twitter is because of, it, you know, investors and the situation no, with the truth Elon. social. What's that? It's Elon. It's
6: Elon. Elon is against Trump. Elon is pro DeSantis. Uh, although Elon's doing a little RFK stuff, too. But yeah. Elon is openly anti-Trump. And I wouldn't return to Twitter if I were Trump either. I would not do it.
3: Gotcha. Well, thank you for returning to the AK Show tonight, my That's dear that. Brian Maloney. Smooth operator. <laughs> He's a, Who remembers Sade? Yeah. Going to break. <laughs> Take it easy, my man. Brian Maloney, Red Wave America. All right. Stay tuned. we got more Andrew K Show coming up.
0: Andrea Kay telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show, on The Answer San Diego. A lonely,
2: self-consumed, self-serving mirror hog is not a leader. Well, let me be clear, in case I have not been already, the person I am talking about who is obsessed with the mirror, who never admits a mistake, who never admits a fault, and who always finds someone else and something else to blame for whatever goes wrong, but finds every reason to take credit for anything that goes right, is Donald Trump. And if we don't have that conversation with you, we don't deserve ask for your vote we don't deserve the mantle of leadership we don't deserve to have you think of us as people worthy of leadership
3: that of course is uh chris christie i wasn't sure what it what the what the heck he was yammering about up mirrors look donald trump has never needed to avoid a mirror you on the other hand chris christie if you want to talk about appearances let's go there Leadership is not somebody who can't put the fork down there. I said it. Okay. I, you know, we all have our, we all have our peccadilloes. We all have our bad habits. Um, but somebody, somebody who literally has put himself in the, in the position that he's in from a health standpoint, is that somebody that's considered a leader? Somebody who's that undisciplined? Somebody, a leader to me is not somebody that, in order to suck off the teat of other taxpayers around the country, when he was governor after Hurricane Sandy, hugged up on Barack Obama right at the time of his reelection in 2012 and helped Barack Obama, a communist who has been one of the greatest forces of evil in the United States of America in his quest to transform us from a constitutional republic to a divided, hate-filled nation. Barack Obama is a communist. And instead of, if, if Chris Christie was a leader, he would not have done what he did with Barack Obama in 2012 at the time of Barack Obama's uh, at, at, the, at the time of the 2012 presidential election. It was, it was bad enough that the Republican Party shoved Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan on us. Chris Christie is not a leader. He's the one, it's all projection. He's the one who's a narcissistic, self-indulgent, undisciplined, un-American hack. And I've got no use for him. And notice that there was nothing about policy in there, just personal attacks. And that's why I don't have any problem. If somebody's going to level personal attacks, I don't have any problem with a personal attack of back. You want to go, you want to go there? I'll go there. It's kind of like, and and, you know, I shouldn't be saying this. I have, I have sympathy for people that struggle with some type of addiction, whether it's food, whatever the substance is, right? But when you've obviously got that kind of struggle going, who are you to be pointing fingers at anybody? Go get some help for your problems and get off the stage. I'd rather talk about Harris Faulkner right now because even though I haven't watched Fox and I can't just I can't stand Fox News and I won't and I won't watch them. I have to give credit where credits due because there's not enough conservatives on conservative networks saying this kind of stuff. But to do it on Fox News, I thought she deserved the credit. Uh, she was basically asked to leave a restaurant for openly praying. There is a. Here we have an African-American woman who's risen uh, to the top of the journalistic game as a host on one of the top networks. And she can't go in public without being persecuted because somebody identifies
5: her as being conservative. Here's what she had to say about it: clip four. greatest nation on earth. We know who we are and we know whose we are. For those of us who believe we must be bold in our faith right now when you gather in public spaces pray thankfully over your food even when the server gives you the stink eye or tells the manager that your peaceful grace is triggering them had it happen to me I've been asked to leave a restaurant for openly bowing my head in prayer hands in America it's all good they don't deserve my money anyway Corporations are learning this the hard way as they choose some odd course of DE&I public relations. Make that choice over the people who actually keep the lights on. My faith determines my values. And I hope you are living by your values and what brings you joy joy and peace and love. And I believe people can love who they want. Be free. Be happy. Just don't force me to bend to your will and your belief system simply because you feel a certain way. Enough is enough. So when biological men begin to share small restrooms and workspaces with women, just remember, it won't be because anyone asks us, actual women, if we are okay with it. It's beginning to happen everywhere. I know this. My spiritual weapon is the impenetrable power of being in a relationship with a loving God. And if we go unapologetically forward by doing right and being excellent, God will put us back together right in front of the people who broke us. Well said.
3: Well said. We need to stop giving money to these corporations and these restaurants and these places who hate us. We need to be courageous and bold in our faith. And that includes speaking up against this LBGTQ movement that is not about inclusivity. It's about exclusivity. It's about, well, it's about inclusivity in the form of the fact that it's trying to force collectivism on all of us and to collectively go along with insanity. I, I downloaded some pictures today off of Instagram that shows graphic in graphic detail the surgeries that take place the complete mutilation of children's bodies to try to create a penis to attach to a girl that's never going to work it's literal insanity and we need to have the courage to speak up against it here's what else she had to say
5: along those lines regarding pronouns clip 5 I'm sure that there's anything to say God bless him, and God bless all of us, because he is supposed to be the best of us. And what we just watched is a fraction of what China, Iran, Russia, all the like, see. Add to it, our own citizens are breaking us. And if you are an independent or conservative, look at the quieting you have suffered in social media alone. A billionaire had to take over Twitter to wrest it from the hands of liberals employed by corporate liberals who hate you. And women and children are being redesigned by some sort of mad leftist science experiment. It's as though people on the left have more free time than anybody else. They want to acronym and pronoun us to death. We'll know this. The Lord has determined I am a woman, and my pronouns are U-S-A. Our nation's soul is at stake. And we really only have a couple of choices, three really. We can be bad at protecting the greatest nation on the earth. We can be average at protecting the greatest nation on the earth. Or we can be elite at protecting the greatest nation on earth. We know who we are and we know whose we are. For those of us who believe, we must. She's absolutely right. And I think what she's saying there, first of all, she's
3: bold enough to say, you know, knock this crap off with these pronouns. God determined gender. God decided that I am a woman. That is not changeable. We had a Florida judge who overturned legal legislation that was put in place by a state legislature in Florida. Signed into law by a governor, all legal. And a judge decided, a judge that was appointed by Bill Clinton, decided, you know, gender identity really is a thing. Put up or shut up. I don't even know what that means in this context. Oh, well, the medical associations say that gender identity is a thing. It is a thing. of course, it, it, That doesn't make it acceptable. It doesn't make it morally right. It doesn't make it scientifically right. It doesn't make it biologically right. It doesn't make it physiologically right. It's just that it's politically right for the communists to try to destroy our nation. And we as Christians have a responsibility to not sit back and say, oh, my thought life, I can't live in peace if I pay attention to all the negative stuff going on. No, we need to be doing what Harris Faulkner is saying. We need to be gathering together. And we need to be strong under the impenetrable strength of Jesus Christ to put our armor on, go out into the world and tell them God, there is no gender affirming your gender uh, care. Your gender was affirmed by the Lord in the womb. Your pronouns are whatever you want. She says her pronouns are USA. I got to think of what my pronouns are. My pronouns are fabulous. It's one of my nicknames. <laughs> I know it's an adjective. We're going to take a break. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K Show.
0: Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Man, Instagram knocking it out of the park tonight with great looking food. I just got to tell y'all. Okay, so tomorrow kicks off the uh, Del Mar Fair or San Diego County Fair, as it's called now. Skins, do you have plans to go to the fair? Uh,
6: plans, yes. We'll see if we get there. Lots going on, but. You know when the Australian battered potatoes call you, you must <laughs> heed that calling.
3: See, that's what made me think of the fair because I was looking at all this yummy food. Was there a picture? Um, not of the. Uh, I was just looking at food and I was thinking tomorrow's. Ooh, starts Aussie the battered fair.
6: Potatoes. Oh. oh
3: my gosh, that's one of my friend Michelle's. That, that's one of her top two favorite foods. I love those, and then I love all the different kinds of sausages that get bat- They get dipped into different kinds of cornmeal and be- deep fried. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. That I love. Every year I love seeing the new kooky dessert things that they batter dip and fry. That's always great for me.
4: I'm so glad to have the fair back.
3: I know. It's awesome. And so, uh, who all's going out there? I I don't know that they're going to have as much. Are they fully back on this year with all the music? I thought this was
6: like the first full year they were back with everything.
3: Yeah. So, I don't know if that includes great music acts. I got to look into it. Oh, there is. Oh, there is? I got to look into it. Because the one thing I don't do. I believe. Don't quote me. I think it's Smash Mouth that's going to be there. Somebody tried to roll me. (laughs) Ain't the smartest tool in the shed. Is that Smash Mouth? think so. Okay. Okay, then. <laughs> People are like, no, I don't recognize that the song is Smash Mouth. <laughs> um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I don't ride rides at the fair.
6: You and I are very... I, I did that once with my niece because she wanted me to, and
0: that was that.
3: I just, uh, you know, once somebody told me that it's all... Recently released prisoners that are putting their rides up and down. I don't like, you know. I, I think rides need to be in a permanent location, being per, you know, being inspected all the time. It, you know, it's the reason
6: Disney does the refurb every so often on all of their
2: rides.
3: Yeah, even then, you know, occasionally there'll be a ride mishap somewhere at a Six Flags somewhere. But I'm just, I, I, I don't really trust the rides that get taken up and put down, you know, I love all the the cooking shows. Uh, yeah, I, I hope this year they're going to have all the big halls with all the, I love going walking through where they've got all the products being sold and all the gadgets and all the demonstrations. I love all that kinds of stuff. There's all the different like Vences that are from ShamWow all selling the products. That's fun. I love the animal stuff. I love the, um, all the plants and the flowers. I just I just love our fair so much. So I'm looking forward to it. So I we're not last year we, I was supposed to do my show from there and unfortunately got sick and couldn't do it. Um but I'm going to let people know when I'm going to be there. Maybe you'll be roaming around if you see me say hi to me. Tomorrow's hump day. We'll be back. We got financial thought doctor with us. We've got other great guests coming up this week. Follow me on the socials and you'll see who that is. 844-814-5227 is our 24-hour hotline. Give us a call. Peace out.